This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 486. Solve any problem. Why showing up is the solution. Good morning and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down the wildly simple yet profound impact of showing up to solve any problem, achieve any goal, or defeat any fear. Let's get to it. It takes a lot to show up. I routinely find myself on the same roller coaster of fear that has honestly perplexed me for years. It's a roller coaster that I know I can get off of at any time, but I have to make the decision to do so. If you've ever found yourself worried about a problem or even regretful of a missed opportunity, you know the gut feeling I'm talking about. You know what it means to avoid something while simultaneously knowing the solution, which is to just show up. So in the episode this week, I'll discuss how to solve any problem by showing up, being present, and actively engaging in the exact thing you're likely running from. This is an episode that's been a long time coming. I have been discussing these types of concepts for a long time, and this is my first chance to really package it all together and discuss this concept as a solo event, as a thing that deserves your attention. The content today will sound honestly kind of basic. It's going to sound kind of obvious. You're going to wonder why I'm even telling you to do these certain steps we're going to get to in just a few minutes. But I want to make sure I hit this point pretty clear. Just recently on the podcast, I was talking about more fundamentals, things we can do that are, once again, obvious, but we don't do them. And the question about, honestly, for humanity in general, is getting past our logical brains and getting to the emotional centers that actually drive our behavior. And that's what this is all about. Everything I'll discuss today really rests on that foundation of what it takes to move you, whether it's moving you out of bed at 5 a.m. to begin your day or moving you off the couch to actually go for a workout or moving you to start that next project, write that next book, uh, pursue the next opportunity, ask out that person you've been dying to ask out on a date, whatever the thing is you are needing to go do, all of this is centered in the emotional desire to take action to show up for the thing you know you should show up for. So this is going to be, in many ways, an open public journal on my part. I'm going to be talking to myself quite a bit about these concepts because, uh, like most episodes of this podcast, uh, I am publicly rehashing problems that I have and then sharing my own solutions, and you get to listen in uh, to all of my internal turmoil, which is a funny way of, of podcasting, but that's... That's what this is. So from that perspective, uh, let's dig into uh, this concept of showing up. And I want to begin by defining this term for what it means for me, what it will mean for you, and what it means most importantly for how it applies to the goals that you have right now and the ones you'll have going forward. So when I'm discussing showing up, 
There is the obvious definition of what that means, which is, let's say you have an event to go to and you physically show up to it. You are physically present and at the thing you said you would be at. That's the obvious surface level definition. And that still applies. That's still important. That's a big part of what this is. It's literally just showing up to the thing that you are supposed to show up for. We go a little bit deeper, though. Showing up is also confronting fear. It is directly head-on saying, here's a thing that I am scared of. Here's a thing I've been avoiding. Here's a thing that is a little bit daunting to me. And I'm going to show up anyway. I'm going to, for the second level here, have the courage to face that fear. Have the courage to face that chaos. To engage in the thing that I don't want to engage in. That I'm not interested in. That I've been running from. Confronting fear and having the courage to show up in the face of those challenges, those complications, that is what this is. And that's what's going to take you from where you are to where you want to go next. Now, the next level of showing up is just simply saying yes. Uh, This is especially true for the things you think you can't handle. Just recently on the podcast, I did an episode about being physically fit and running and really pushing yourself on that physical level. And one of the examples that I gave was this ultra marathon that I'm training for. And my training recently has gone off the rails. It's been just epically terrible, Uh, but I'm getting back to it. And one thing that has allowed me to continue that training was saying yes yet again. One aspect of this entire process of showing up that is crucial is this concept of showing up yet again. We're not just saying yes one time. We're not just going to acknowledge, okay, here's a fear, here's a project, here's a goal, here's a thing on my to-do list, and I'm going to say yes to it right now and have the courage to do so. That's awesome. That's step one. The next step is to do it again because most of the things that we do are not one-time events. Physical exercise, as an example, or marathon training, or whatever the case may be, that's not a one-time thing. Right? This is an ongoing saying yes yet again, showing up yet again. This is a lifestyle. This is the kind of thing where you not just do one time and say, okay, I did it, check, move on. This is an adaptation, an evolution to move into a new way of living that allows you to confront fear, to have courage, and to say yes on a consistent and daily basis. The next level, the deeper part of showing up, uh, this is one that I personally have struggled with for a long time, is vulnerability. It is opening yourself up to being able to acknowledge your weaknesses. This is acknowledging areas where you've made mistakes. This is looking back at your past and saying, here are my regrets, my mistakes, my challenges. Here are parts of me that I don't like. And being able to be honest with yourself about what that means and then to show up in a way, to the new next thing on your list that is more open, that is more authentic, more genuine for who you are, and that means the whole of you, the good and the bad. I just recently listened to my very first audiobook from Brene Brown, and so this is kind of top of mind for me right now. I know she's been popular for a long time, and I'm just now digging into her work, Uh, but one thing that I found very interesting was this: these concepts that she brings up quite a bit about vulnerability and shame and how that openness is true for all of us every day if we are open to that possibility. 
And so to show up to something means you show up for who you are right now. You just come as you are. One thing I know that I see quite a bit at the the gym that I go to, which is a YMCA here in Nashville, is that the YMCA is starkly different from the Gold's Gym I used to go to. So before I had kids, I used to go to Gold's Gym and I would work out with some of the most intense people on planet Earth. These are, you know, the guys and gals who are looking in the mirror. They are just they're flexing. They're preparing for their next competition because they're they're bodybuilders, essentially. And that environment is a very specific one, one that is filled with the kinds of people you would expect at a very intense and aggressive gym. Well, then I had kids and I shifted to the YMCA for childcare because they have great childcare there. And when I got to the Y, I noticed immediately the kinds of people who work out here are definitely different. They're not your super intense, overly aggressive bodybuilders. There's a couple of those there, but very few. The vast majority are people who, in most cases, are working out for the first time. Or they've been overweight for many years and they're trying to get themselves back into a good physical rhythm. Um, or they're older and they're trying to you know, maintain strength as they age. There's a lot of different types of people who are all at different various stages of fitness. And one thing that I thought to myself is it takes some real courage to show up at a gym when you're not in rock star shape. If you were to walk into a Gold's gym, and this is an example for, for me, I saw this here in Nashville, is that if you walk into a Gold's gym and you're not in great shape, you stand out. You are the oddball in the group because everyone else there is already there. They've already kind of made these huge leaps forward, which is scary. That could be a daunting environment to be in. So you go to the YMCA's to, to counter that and you see, wait a minute, there are other people here who are like me. Others who are willing to start where they are, to be vulnerable in the place they are, to say, you know what, maybe things haven't gone well for me for whatever reason, my physical health, my, my, you know, my diet has not been great. So I'm here to begin again, to say yes again, to show up and say, you know what, I am who I am, I look how I look, but let's start there and let's improve. Let's move forward from where I know I am today because I can't hide from that reality. And I'm not going to cover it up and I'm not going to, you know, feel embarrassed about it. Maybe initially that that's true. But the vulnerability that it takes to acknowledge reality and then begin, that's incredible courage. That's incredible strength. And I really admire that for anyone who says yes in those moments and does so especially again and again and again over time. Until eventually, you actually do improve your health and things get better. But all of this, this showing up concept is based on this idea that you are going to say yes to things that you don't think you can handle, that you don't think you're ready for, or things you've been avoiding that you know you can handle. You just, for whatever emotional reason, logical reason, life chaos reason, have avoided up to this point. So when I think about showing up on a daily basis, the way that I'm considering this concept is I'm asking myself those very basic questions. What have I avoided? What do I really need to get done and show up for? What am I excited about and really motivated to go pursue? And then with those questions in mind, and of course, what's the most important thing I have to get done today? I then dive in and show up for those things, regardless of the level of difficulty, regardless of any potential embarrassments or fears I may have. It's really saying, forget all that. Just show up anyway, as you are in the moment right now. That's a real pivotal change if you're not used to that. 
This is the kind of shift that takes place that causes you to live in a different way, to think in a different way, to engage in your life in a new and different way, and one that I would argue is going to be way healthier in the long run, way more productive, and way more aligned to acknowledging reality, which is how all of us can then make actual tangible progress. Once again, lying to yourself about reality is not what this is all about. This is showing up as you are to face the facts, to face your fears, to face your realities, and move in that anyway, regardless of how messy or awkward or weird it is. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, for me, kind of the origin of this showing up concept really came into clarity when I started doing all of my FBOTs, my focused blocks of time. This is probably back, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago when I got really obsessed with productivity and really obsessed with this idea that I could just sit down, focus, block distractions, and you know, really dominate something in a dramatic way. And what I realized was that a focused block of time is the epitome of what it means to show up. And it is that because you are, number one, acknowledging here's the specific goal that I'm after. And number two, here's how I'm going to guarantee that success. This is such an important part here. One of the things about showing up that I've, the, the way that I've, I view it is that showing up is the starting line, right? It's the thing that says, here's step one. I'm going to at least be there. And from my perspective, there are certain events in my life, certain tasks where if I show up, if I get myself to the starting line, it all but guarantees the end result. Let's use go back to the gym as a good example here. I know for me that if I do two things, I can guarantee a workout. The first is I put on my gym clothes, my workout outfit. And the second is I drive to the gym or to the park, right? I, I get myself physically ready for the actual workout with my clothing choice. And then I physically put myself in the environments where I'm going to do the work. That's it. If those two things happen for me, my workout is guaranteed. The actual end result that I wanted from that session is guaranteed every time without question. And I know that because the environment that I'm going to is a focused block of time. When you go to a gym and you're wearing gym clothes, you're going to work out like that's what's going to happen. 
if you go to the park and you're wearing running clothes, you're going to run. This is how this works. Focus blocks of time have the amazing ability to cause us to do things we otherwise would find an excuse not to do. If I tried to work out at home, which I've tried before many, many times, guess what? I get distracted. There's a lot of things I can do at my house that have nothing to do with exercise. So I knew for myself years ago, the only way to guarantee that success was to put myself in an environment where success was guaranteed. And for me to lift weights, I go to a gym. For me to run, I go to the park. That's it. It really is that simple. So if you want to show up to your next goal, show up to your next thing, your focus block of time is the guaranteed success you're looking for that will happen because you identified, number one, what the goal actually is, and number two, the basics you need to show up, the very initial, very small steps that it takes to guarantee the starting line takes place. With that in place, you're guaranteed to do the thing. (laughs) The finish line is going to happen now because you gave yourself all that you need to start. This podcast is a great example. Every single week, I get on the mic and I record an episode for this show. And when that happens, the show gets recorded. It gets produced and you get to hear it. But none of that would be true. This show would not exist if I didn't sit down, turn the mic on and start talking. That sounds so simple. Like This sounds so obvious, but if you don't do the very basics, in this case for podcasting, to sit down, turn on my equipment, and go, it won't happen. But if I do that very simple process to, in my case, turn on my studio equipment, turn on the microphone, hit the record button, and I just start babbling, right? then the whole thing, just, it goes from there. And I know from my experience in podcasting that if I start talking, I will finish talking, and I will finish the episode. I will finish the goal I set out to accomplish. Likewise, you might say, well, what if you have a meeting to attend or an event uh, to go to? Well, the same thing is true here. Your focus block of time is the event itself, and all you have to do is put on your clothes and show up. That's it. The rest will take care of itself. This is the beauty of showing up. It doesn't require you to be a rock star all the way through or even at all. It literally just asks the question, can you come to step one? Can you show up at the beginning? If you can, and you choose to do so, it's done. You can basically assume the rest of it will flow from there because it likely will. Now, there is a hurdle here. And the hurdle is those first few minutes of beginning anything that's in a focus block of time or in some new activity. Let's go back to the gym as a good example here. If you imagine that you put on your workout clothes and you got to the gym, well, you could just stand there. You could do absolutely nothing. And I've seen this in myself before. I will create a focus block of time for myself, have an activity, have a focus, and I'll freeze. I'll do nothing. I won't even begin to do a single thing. And part of that is fear. Part of that is the deer in the headlights, where do I begin thing. And one thing that's worked for me almost every single time without question, is my 10-minute rule. And my 10-minute rule says, maybe I'm not going to work out for a full hour. Maybe I'm not going to work on this next project for the next four hours of my morning. But I'll give myself 10 minutes. 10 minutes to do one thing that is easy, simple, and clear. And if that's all I do, so back to the gym example, if I do one workout, I'm going to do three push-ups, I'm going to go walk on the treadmill for five minutes. I'm going to start that process. 
in those first 10 minutes, you're going to have a mental shift. And that mental shift is going to go from the person who says, I've got these distractions and these excuses not to engage. I am not interested. I'm not there, not mentally, physically, emotionally in this zone yet. But then 10 minutes later, you definitely are. What happened? Well, what happened is you started moving your body physically, mentally, emotionally, engaging in the activity in a direct way, and you will shift into that gear. It takes a warm-up period, right? There's some time, and 10 minutes here is just an example. Maybe it's a little longer, a little shorter for you, but give yourself enough time to get that warm-up in to begin that process of movement, and everything just flows. The rest of it is just easy at that point because you're ready. You're there. The showing up process is complete, and you're now actively engaged in the activity. You've overcome that initial hurdle of the deer in the headlights frozen moment or all those excuses and delay tactics and all those things that we do to not do the thing we said we would do. Well, it's all gone now because now you're doing it. You're there. You're in the moment. It is happening. That's all this is. That's all you have to do to begin to show up. Now, one of the things I wanted to focus on this episode this week was beyond just what showing up is or how to actually do it, back to the emotional angle here, the why is extremely important. The benefits for showing up are critical. And I have seven ideas here of things I think will appeal to you. If you're not yet convinced that this is not working for you yet, I believe these will give you at least somewhere to to grab a hold of and say, okay, this this is going to work for me. The first reason why showing up is the solution, I guess in the most obvious sense is you have to begin somewhere, right? If you're going to do anything, you have to start. That's just what this is in a very logical, centered kind of way. If you don't start, you won't finish. I want to use this as an example of a lot of our fears or this very famous Mark Twain quote that I'm probably going to butcher right now. Uh, But there's this Mark Twain quote that you can probably Google that basically says, you know, I've had a lot of fears in my life, a lot of problems in my life, and only some of them have come true. And what he's talking about here is that we have a lot of problems and most of them are in our heads. Their fears. They are looking forward at and forecasting incorrectly about our lives, thinking the worst case scenario is going to happen. But then when reality shows up, the actual thing was fine. The, the fear was misplaced. We had no reason to be all worked up and worried and concerned about what may or may not happen. The actual thing was okay. And from my perspective, that's what fear does to us on a daily basis is that we tend to live in that future negative reality when actual reality in front of us is just fine. And so if you could have the the awareness to acknowledge that that's happening with you, well, then you can stop all the fear and the worry cycle that you're in and instead focus in the moments and actually begin. Because you do have to start somewhere. This all is based on this idea that if we acknowledge the thing we want, the fear to overcome, the goal to be achieved, the task to complete, well, then we can actually acknowledge, at least logically, To finish means we have to start, and to start means I need to show up, and to show up means I need to decide what that first thing is and just get into it, and then when I do, heck, I I get the end result that I wanted. That was the whole thing, And, and, and it worked, and when you finish, it reinforces your desire to then start again and do it the next day, right? Going to the gym on day one will reinforce you're going to go to the gym on day two. 
and the workout on day seven will reinforce your desire to work out on day eight. This is a cyclical process that builds upon itself in a really beautiful way, but none of that is possible without starting. The second reason why showing up is the solution is that doing something is always better than doing nothing. This is just so clear and so obvious and so annoying to me because I live in this all or nothing reality all the time. I very frequently will say, well, I can't donate to this charity because I can't give a million dollars today. So I'm going to give zero dollars. But that's flawed logic. I can give one dollar. I could probably give 10. Why not give something? Because that's going to be better than nothing. Why not do a little towards your project than to simply say, I'm going to wait till a better day shows up. I'm going to wait for a better block of time in the future. In some cases, that could be true. But in most cases, that delaying tactic will be repeated again and again and again. And the work will just not get done again and again and again. Doing something is always better than doing nothing in large part because the motion and that motivation and that cyclical nature, that snowball effect, we want to get started. That momentum we want to engage in, well, that's not going to happen without taking direct action. So if you are lacking the ideas of where to start, you're struggling with, well, I don't want to do nothing. It sounds bad, but I I don't have the, the time or the bandwidth or the resources to do all that I want to do. This is going to be extremely important. Break down the thing you're trying to do into the smallest possible steps. This work, this one strategy can work for almost anything, whether it's running a marathon, writing a book, building a business, uh, talking to your spouse about a problem. Break all this stuff down into the smallest possible steps and just take the first one. Forget the rest. One step, one tiny baby step. That's it. The 10-minute rule. Give yourself a few minutes to get in because doing something is always better than doing nothing. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Third reason why showing up is the solution is you will surprise yourself and you will do way more than you ever expected to do. I cannot tell you how many times this has happened for me. That I have said to myself, there's this thing I've been avoiding, I don't want to do it, and even if I did it, 
the results are going to be mediocre at best. And then I get in and I do the thing and I'm like, wait a minute. Not only did this go better than expected, I am shocked as to how well it went. And it's an amazing thing to see that and once again, have that reinforcement to want to get then go do it again and do more of it. I'll use a good example here of back when I wrote my last book. I would have these really long writing sessions of like four to five hours, and they were very intense, very focused. I would get a lot done in these blocks of time. And every single time, like clockwork, I would finish that focus block. I'd be walking from the library, which is where I wrote all my books, walking from the library to my car in the parking lot and have this weight come off my shoulders, this amazing physical reality that I would feel. It was all that stress that I'd carried with me for that day that was just gone because I had just done the work. I had just done the thing I set out to do, and it felt really good to do it. And I would surprise myself as to how how good I wrote that day, how good I felt about it. And of course, that's reinforcing to want to go do it again. But that physical stress release of finishing something is enormous, especially if it's the kind of thing you've been avoiding. So yes, you will surprise yourself, and it will feel really good. Reason number four why showing up as the solution is you can slowly improve over time. However, improvement can only happen if you actually show up on the first day. One thing I love about personal growth, of course, is the growth angle. We can get better. We can see incremental progress over time. For most projects, most people, most of the time, big progress does not happen all at once. It is only the culminating effect of all these small things added together over a long period of time that's in little 1% increments, little tiny steps that all add together. Uh, I've said many times in this show before that you know a marathon is nothing more than 40,000 individual steps, which of course sounds like a lot all at once, but it's just one step at a time. And each step that you take gets you one step closer to the end result. Well, growth is the same way. Each tiny step you take, each little bitty growth uh, angle that you can kind of you know, tackle will just add upon itself and you'll have more over time. Showing up initially gives you the chance to get that little bit of growth. But doing it again and again and again and saying yes over and over, it adds up to that growth. And I know now looking back at the things I've been doing recently, I remember very clearly what it felt like to start on day one. I also know what it feels like to be further along in the process and to have great growth because I've been saying yes over the last few months. And looking back at that feels great, and it reinforces that today is going to be the next day in that process, and so will tomorrow and the day after that. Improvement and growth over time is completely possible as long as showing up is part of your daily rhythm to then say yes again and again. Reason number five, showing up is actually easy especially when you lower the bar to begin. And then, of course, you can engage faster, make more progress, and finish all the things you set out to complete. One thing that I know is true for me is that showing up doesn't need to be that fear, deer-in-the-headlights experience. In fact, if that's the way you're viewing it, you've made the process harder than it really should be. Greg McEwen has a great book called Effortless. Um, I interviewed him on the podcast about that book. And one thing that he points out that's just the centerpiece of that book is take anything that you think is hard and make it effortless. Take anything that's been fearful or daunting or crazy and break it down to the smallest possible, super easy steps. 
Yes, these are baby steps, so they're small, but more importantly, the size isn't the point here. It's the ease for you to engage. Whatever allows you to say this feels natural and simple and clear, that's all we're going for. Whatever that is for you, you just simply slip into that. You slide in and off you go, and the work just flows from there. This is a major benefit because it takes away all of that, uh, the discipline that seems to be required for showing up. It takes away the, the, the difficulty and the daunting nature of doing the work and says, no, 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 this is, not, this is none of that stuff. This is actually just easy. All I have to do is show up and let it flow. Reason number six, you will finally address the elephant in the room that you have been avoiding. I love the idea that I am a rock star, but I also know that that's just a fantasy in my head. And one of the things that I think about, whether it's my career or my big ambitious goals I have for the future, is that none of those things that I want to be true about myself are going to happen if I don't address the things that I've been avoiding. One of my biggest like personal hurdles has been my bucket list. It's a hurdle because my bucket list is getting to a point now where it's kind of like teasing me, right? It's looking at me and I almost feel like my list is laughing at me because it says, ha ha, Jeff, you're not going to do these things and you know it, right? I feel the sense that like my own list is teasing me in a way that's like a bully and I need to figure out a way to overcome that, which is not difficult. I just have to engage. I just have to take this bucket list and say, let's pick one of those items and just start the process. I did this a year and a half ago when I finally, for the first time in my entire career, decided to begin the process to pursue voiceover as one of my career ideas I've had for many, many years. I just never taken any steps forward in that process. So I finally said yes. I finally allowed myself the luxury of starting. I addressed the elephant in the room. That was all that I did, and it felt so good to do so. Now, since then, I've slacked off quite a bit, so I've got to get back and say yes again. However, it's so much easier now to then re-engage because I did the first few steps. It's easier now along the process because I got over that initial hurdle, and I said yes, even once. That's all this really is. Finally, number seven. Most of life is just based on this concept. Most of life, most productivity, in fact, all productivity is based on showing up. And I want to make this point pretty clear, especially when you juxtapose it with perfectionism. I am an absolute perfectionist, and I would say I'm a recovering perfectionist, but that's not true. I'm not in recovery. I'm just bad at it. (laughs) And so I'm in desperate need to improve. And for me, for so many years, I have strived to be that A-plus perfectionist. I have taken any project and I'll amp it up to the point of I have to be perfect at this or else, which is a death sentence. It's the worst possible way to approach almost anything because it, it ultimately means that whatever it is I'm trying to pursue either will not get done at all or will get done in an extremely slow manner or I will add way more complication to it than is required or I will amp it up and make it an A-plus when an A-plus was never required and, in fact, was overkill. It was way too much, way too often, and then it slows my ultimate progress and the goals that matter more, and it prevents me from spending my time, money, energy, resources on the things that truly matter. If your goal is to show up not just for random tasks, but to show up for things that mean something to you, that mean something to your career, to your family, to your life goals— 
well, then you can't spend your time being a perfectionist on tiny details that are ultimately just enormous distractions. What we're talking about here today is showing up for your life in a way that is meaningful and significant. Yes, daily tasks are important too. The small ones, the minutia is part of it. But the real question is, will you show up for the big things that matter? Will you say yes to those and in a way that allows for progress and not perfection? Progress over perfection. Do something. Don't do nothing. This is the same argument here because oftentimes the perfectionist will say, because I can't get an A+, I will opt out completely. Because I can't do the job that I expect myself to do at the highest possible levels, I will disengage and I will quit before I even began. Which, of course, means the goal will never happen because you never started at all. This has been my life story in so many ways. There are so many projects that are still on my list of things I could consider that I refuse to start in so many ways because I'm afraid that whatever I produce will be mediocre. It will fall short of my bar of quality, which only prevents me from making progress. That's all it does. It just stops me from growth. It stops me from learning about how to eventually make it an A+, which is really a way of saying You know, step one, day one, showing up in a vulnerable way is really allowing yourself to show up in a way that's kind of like a C, right? C minus even. It's not an A or an A plus. We're just going to show up in a just whatever way. Here I am. And let's go improve from there. We can get to the A plus later, but let's at least be there on day one to at least have something to work with. And then, of course, everything flows from there. Now, this concept of showing up is one that I think you can apply to your daily life all the time. Any task, any goal, any project, any fear, it doesn't matter what it is. These concepts, these amazing benefits you can experience, you can get those right now. Whatever you're doing, whatever your goals are today, you can show up and get these benefits. And I encourage you to do so. And in fact, I want to hear what you showed up for. Email me, jeff at jeffsanders.com. I read and respond to every email in 24 hours or less. You can challenge me on that one. Go right ahead. But I really do want to hear your story of showing up. There is so much to be learned from these personal experiences of these fears that have held us back, these goals that we have just not pursued, and these hurdles we have to overcome. And we've avoided all the work, if you want to call it that, because we refuse to start. We refuse to actually show up when it matters, when all we have to do is make it easy and begin. And for the action step this week, clarify your next starting line. In order to show up, you need to know what you want. And with that in mind, show up tomorrow morning to address that problem or goal head on. No more delay tactics. Just be there. Show up ready to engage full-on with the smallest possible task that's easy, simple, and clear. The magic will be there if you are. JeffSanders.com slash 486 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, follow this podcast in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe in every other app that uses the subscribe button. JeffSanders.com slash subscribe will also give you more options to choose from. And that's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life. And the fun begins bright and early.
Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.